Let's make it rain. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Blackman back yet again with another G.O.D., the gym of the day, your favorite podcast. First and foremost, and as always, I want to thank you for listening. And if you like, subscribe and share with a friend. You can also check me out at Anthony Blackman at YouTube or type in gym of the day or word of the week in the search bar. And as always, find all content on makeitrain.net. Today, I want to talk about what are you doing here? But before we do so, let us pray. Dearly Father, we come to you thanking you for everything you do. For your word that goes forth and prospers in which the thing it was sent. Another day that wasn't promised. Another day on a solid foundation built on you and you alone. We thank you in all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, what are you doing here? Now this is uh, out of two different verses I'm going to be sharing today. First of all, it's going to be Genesis chapter 16. Talking about Hagar. Now that was the maidservant of Abram and Sarai, Abraham and Sarah later on, right? So Sarah convinces her to basically have a kid with Abram to be their child because Sarah's womb was barren. And then when she does so, she gets in her feelings a little bit and starts kind of treating Hagar harshly, like it's her fault, like you asked her to do this. So anyway, Hagar, she gets up and leaves like she is just fed up, discouraged, and probably scared, right? Now check this verse out. Right after this transpires, Genesis 16, verse 7, and it reads, Now the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said to her, Hagar, so Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? Basically, what are you doing here? <laughs> where are you going? Where do you come from and where are you going? What are you doing here? Right. She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarai. Angel Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for multitude. Basically, like, I got you. Don't worry about that. I know that, you know, she's dealing harshly with you, but I got you. Go back. <laughs> that she was running from trouble, right? Angel of the Lord shows up and says, wait a minute, where you come from? Where are you going? Well, uh, that's not how we do this. Yeah, you're going to go back over there. I got you. You got to keep that in mind when you're facing trials and tribulations. Like, we can't run from trouble. We can't outrun it. You know, we got to deal with that. So he's he's telling her, hey, go, go back. I got you. There's another instance in 1 Kings chapter 19. This is actually talking about Elijah. Now, a couple of chapters before this, Elijah had done some miraculous things. And he actually rebuilt the altar, like everything that he was complaining about in chapter 19. God was with him to help him overcome and endure everything that he was actually complaining about in chapter 19. When he was running from Jezebel, running from Ahab, fearing for his life, God had actually shown him that, hey, I got you. You don't worry about nothing. He was protecting him in all of the matters that he was going through. But for whatever reason, he was in fear and he ran just like Hagar did. And that's what God is trying to get us to see is that we don't run from the problems. We face them head on because we know that God's got us. We may not like the situation. It may be a little painful at times to, to endure, but we got to be trusting that God has got us in our situation, right? So he runs up on this mountain and there's a fire and there's an earthquake and all. He's expecting God to show up all miraculous, but he hears this still small voice. And basically God's asking him, <laughs> What are you doing here, Elijah? Well, no, such and such and this and that. And he's complaining about all the stuff that's going on. But 
God was with him in all those things. And he actually overcame all those things he's complaining about. Yet here he is. So God asked him again, what are you doing here, Elijah? Well, such and such. And then he's like, no, no, go back. <laughs> he told him the same thing he told Hagar. Go back. I got you. Not only do I have you, there's several others that are with you to join in unity, to protect, to help, to uplift, encourage. I got you. So what I'm getting at today is whatever situation that you may struggle with, whatever you're going through, don't run from it because God's going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> what are you doing here? No, nah, that's not how we handle things. He tells us in the Bible, in the world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We got to trust in him that he has our best interests at heart. What are you doing here? <laughs> Whatever you're running from, go back, face it head on, knowing that he's got you. He's going to get you through. Psalm 66.10 says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But you brought us out to rich fulfillment. <laughs> so all that stuff before that sounded terrible, didn't it? It says, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. So anything you're running from, know that God's going to bring you out into that rich fulfillment. So he's saying, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? No, go back, face that heads up. Trust in him. The G-O-D, God bless.